So welcome to 50 Minutes of Experience and today I'm with Anna Inkov, a friend uh, of Berlin and uh, we met in the meetup we are doing. So welcome Anna. Hi, thank you so much for having me here. It's uh, nice to have you and uh, if you have um, heard some podcasts before, it will be nice if you can introduce a bit who you are where you come from, blah, 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 mm. that, and then we go talk a bit more. Okay, so hi, I'm Anna. I'm um, originally from Bucharest, from Romania, but I just moved one year ago in Berlin to study. I'm studying law. Um, I'm 19 years old, almost 20, so yeah. And yeah, I met Emiliano in the meetup because when I moved, I knew basically nobody, and I found the meetup and the photography walk. And um, I just tagged along. I think I was in the first meetings, one of the first, like some of the first people there. Um, yeah, and I've tagged along ever since on and off because I've been going from Berlin to Bucharest as much as I could. So it was weird and a bit hard to coordinate it, but as much as I could, I came there and I've seen a lot I've met a lot of amazing people and amazing photographs um, and photographers, of course. And yeah, do you want me to say a bit about how I started with photography? Yeah, yeah, it will be nice if you can also mm -hmm. say something about you personally. Yeah, um, I started with photography when I was about 15 or 16 years old. I've, I mean, I was always raised um, around cameras. My Both my parents are photographers. My, I mean, my dad does it as a hobby. He photographs um, aviation and my mom does it uh, for her journalism. And yeah, I've always grew up around cameras. So at 15, 16 years old, I found it interesting and I just picked one up and started shooting away without having any idea <laughs> how it works. And yeah, I kind of stole it. No, I borrowed it from my dad. <laughs> And um, I started shooting. I took it uh, with me in school and just took photos of whatever I found interesting without even knowing anything about composition or um, the techniques. And when my parents saw that I was very interested in that, of course, they tried telling me and showing me a few things. But they thought it would be beneficial if I went into a summer camp just dedicated to photography. And that's where I actually learned the way you handle a camera and the way you can put in the settings. And um, ever since then, I've been inseparable from my camera. I've only always took it with me in my backpack. Um, everywhere I went, not just school, but also like traveling. And yeah that's and coming to berlin it just was by my side every day and i took photos every day mostly street photography i've also um, dabbled into portraiture portraiture but uh, yeah i started that with my sister she was my model she kind of grew <laughs> uh, 
sick of it by the end, but it's fine. She has very nice pictures of herself now. Um, yeah, but mostly street photo and just document documenting my life. So that's yeah, how I that's, started. That's, that's, that's nice. So, uh, yeah, I know a bit more uh, about your pictures and uh, who you are, how you are, and uh, so on. And uh, uh, today I want to ask you some stuff about uh, uh, what uh, are the experience you would love to do in, in photography? How, you, how did you manage that? Uh, and uh, uh, yeah, what would you expect to, to, to see or to do in the future? So my experience in photography, I've always been very, very um, fascinated by history. And um, by the way, you can document different things through history and how you can find nowadays um, different artifacts from a hundred years ago. And I've always seen this opportunity in photography in documenting the so-called mundane things, which in a hundred years could be so interesting to somebody. And for me, um, there's this story of Vivian Meyer. She's a photographer. I mean, she wasn't a photographer at its core. She was a nanny in the 60s or 50s. And her, she always took photos on film. And her work was only discovered after she died. So she never published some, something during her life's, um, lifespan. And I found that so interesting that you can find something from 60, 50 years ago and give it new meaning after somebody's dead um what i also can say about my experience in photography i've always had this fear of forgetting of memory loss i was so scared of forgetting something in my life that i always wanted to take a picture of it or just i tried journaling and writing it down but that wasn't my main way of experiencing things i was more of a visual person always have been and um, that's what I try doing with my photography, just showing basic things like small everyday uh, captures, what you see and maybe you pass by something and you don't find it interesting. Um, I just like to capture that so that in a few years I know, I mean, I can look back and see the way I lived my life and not only me, but maybe somebody else can find my pictures after I die. Um, I don't know if that's a weird thought, but that's always what I do. I mean, yeah, probably, I can... probably someone can find your picture uh, still when you are alive. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yes, but I mean, I found it. Uh, yeah, of course. But it's also very fun in to think about it. Maybe in 200 years, somebody just finds something that I printed out or something that anybody has printed out and imagines the way life was today. That's what it was for me for sure for sure uh, for sure uh, will it happen uh, i mean uh, we are uh, overwhelmed of uh, content uh, of course yeah uh, stuff everywhere we have a lot of uh, of material stuff mm. and uh, for sure uh, someone else will find out something the point is uh, in a way we are losing totally the the connection with the material stuff mm. do you mean the material uh, i mean photographs it's... i mean everything everything is uh, is material it's not about photography mm. in general and uh, we are uh, mm, I, I said no overwhelmed of this object uh, 
and uh, material stuff so we cannot really in a way focus on the value of them because mm-hmm. uh, really take a lot of time this is the point i mean today it's more and more easy much more easy to find uh, uh print uh, or um, yeah mark uh, and uh, so on a postcard they are older vintage and uh, you can see you know in berlin you know, for example you go in the market uh, and you find out there are uh, thousand thousand of photography there mm-hmm. and uh yeah this is one of the point when you have thousands of stuff uh, the the research is much more difficult than uh, yeah. searching in hundreds of stuff so and uh, uh yeah for sure uh, probably we have to start to think uh, the way we create material things and how we can create some material things that make the difference instead of other is the same uh, in uh, in the digital communication. We are thousand million billion of people. They can communicate. They can communicate good. But uh, who stand up is someone uh, in the end uh, scream or has more possibilities or different ways to scream in this crowded uh, place. You know. Mm. So, so the difference is how we we get in touch with the with the, the life with the people with material and uh, that's why i'm also doing this podcast because in a way this is what make the difference to uh today yeah that we are overwhelmed of really beautiful images it's more difficult uh, uh, now to find the really bad picture i mean it's in sense of aesthetics and when the aesthetics uh, take this uh, standard of uh uh, a beautiful uh, structure, structure. It's uh, it's then uh, important also to understand uh, what what is behind this beautiful structure. What 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 touch us and why that picture touch us. Mm-hmm. Not, not just to feed our uh, uh, downtime uh, where we don't have nothing to do and then we just scroll our Instagram and fuck on, you know. So it's really important to understand also, okay, what 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 are the images remain inside of our mind? What are the images remain in your mind? What are my images? The ones that yeah. remain in my mind? Um, not my images. You're, you mean the images I see. I mean, um, it's, it's not about you. It's mostly, I think the images that show me that something simple can be interesting or images that have a strong message political message probably something that i wouldn't see probably in berlin something the images for that show show some type of emotion too like something raw if i can feel something from an image that's what then stays with me like if i think about that image for like a day after and especially as you said there are so many images it's hard to like remember all of them because there's so many and there's always something new that can excite you or something if an image stays with me and provokes some type of emotion in me then that's that's important and i find it find it beautiful and, and but i also what you know you feel now that it's always more much more difficult uh, to to get in touch with something yes uh, nowadays especially and that's why i find it so interesting when one image can provoke such a feeling for me um but i also think i mean you 
said you have to explore the connection between the viewer and the image itself. But I also see photography as something more personal than that. I mean, for me, it's mostly of the image and the connection to me taking the image. Does yeah, it make sense? Sure. I mean, I see my photography as something more personal than just showing people my beautiful image because that's not my goal. That's not why I post them online. Um, I mean, it's a funny story why I post them online. It's because two years ago, I tried copying all my images from my phone to my computer and I lost all of them, like images from an entire year, um, all gone. And I know you went through something like that too recently, right? And yeah. that was so heartbreaking for me that I lost an entire year of images that I decided maybe I'll just put them in multi multiple places and somehow I'll have some of them. But for me, my photography is something just some type of journal for myself. My goal isn't to get the 10,000 likes or have people, maybe if it changes something in how people view us. Would you, would be, would you be not happy if you receive 10,000 likes? I'm happy, but that's not my main goal. That's not yeah, why. I, I mean, it's, it's for sure it's not the main goal. I understood, but yeah, probably. But yeah, that's what I mean. My connection to photography is way more personal than I that. You wanted to do in the archive, uh, you could do it to the archive also in Google Drive and not, don't show the picture. Mm, I've mm, I've tried that too, and that's how I lost. That's what I mean. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, you, there are many ways you can you can also go in a community are are less people, but yeah, the point is uh, exactly this is what I wanted to say. It's. Uh, um for sure it's a personal things but everything is personal uh, in our case uh, sometimes we don't see the connection is uh, uh, that this uh, invisible uh, connection we have with others mm. because, uh, uh, if only we think about uh, who so the point is, is exactly this is you don't make the film by yourself you don't make the camera by yourself you know even if you do it a pinhole you use a film someone else created and uh, there is a connection between you and the person who created the camera created the system and uh, and so on and between you and what you see uh, in the world uh, there is a connection with something or someone or a period you know there are thousands and thousands and thousands of connections uh, invisible and then uh, yeah, even if it's personal, our frame, when we share this frame, then the frame is not uh, uh, our personal point of view, but become the point of view or many point of view from others' eyes and vision. And that's great uh, in a way or another. Mm, uh, not anymore this uh, feeling of to being uh, in a personal frame. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree. I never thought of it. I mean, I never thought of the connection between the um, person that makes the camera and the film and the photographer himself or herself. Um, but I agree, Dersh. Even though this is a personal thing for me, even though it's a personal process, the moment I post it some, somewhere, it may speak to one more person or two more people and or three more people. And what a friend of mine told me yesterday about a photo I took of her, she said, um, this photo makes me feel some type of way that I've never felt before. And I love that, love the feedback she gave me. That was a per more, a deeper connection between the two of us, which is exactly what you say. Like if something speaks to somebody, it creates a connection. But I think 
and I find it beautiful, beautiful that there are so many connections in this world. We are interconnected by the social media anyways. Like we have a connection to basically anybody at this point. But um, I find it really interesting that you can do that through a single image. And it's something that, I mean, if I wouldn't have taken photos myself, I wouldn't have thought of the fact that I am connected to this stranger through a single photo if I just see them see a photo you know what i mean yeah yeah which is very interesting yeah so uh what, what do you think uh, uh in a way or another uh what what uh make able to to your vision uh, uh photography uh, i mean um there is a moment in your life that uh, you understood that uh, if you was not doing uh, that things with that tool uh, you could not be able to doing some stuff some experience mm. you mean i mean could you... there is an experience and there is uh, some experience you did in your life uh, that uh, uh, was exactly because you started to take pictures and not uh, you okay realized that you couldn't do it uh, uh, without the, that tool Mm -hmm. without pictures it's i mean i don't think there is a specific experience like one one single experience that i can pinpoint that wouldn't have been possible without me taking pictures but without me i mean if i had never taken pictures i wouldn't have met such amazing people that somehow show me different types of living. Like I met people through my photography. I met, uh, and it's not just other photographers, it's people on the street that I asked to photograph. And um, then we started talking and we met and that's how I met some of my good friends. And I don't know if I could have met them or had this experience with them without photography. But other than that, I don't think there's one single like for instance, a trip that I couldn't have gone on without taking photos. Like, yeah. Yeah. Photography okay. has always been an addition to my life. It's an amazing addition. I always see pictures in my mind, even if I don't have a camera by any, although it happens really that I don't have a camera with me. Yeah. Because we always have a phone, right? Which is the most convenient camera nowadays. Yeah, camera. I mean, it's, it's a tool. It's another tool. It's a tool, sorry. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, but the only experiences are the me meeting other people, which broadened my horizons somehow. Yeah. Okay. So thank you a lot, Anna, for your time. Uh, thank you so much for the questions. It's a very nice insight. And, yeah, yeah, I, I, I will hope. go a bit more inside, but uh, I will reserve for a uh, next time. Oh, gladly. And uh, yeah, if anyone wants to see the picture of Anna, call go in the link in the description. And uh, if you want, you can also comment this podcast with the uh, voice message using the last link in the description. And thank you a lot again. Thank you so much. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Learn more about our project at allmylinks.com slash berlinexplorer or visit our Instagram and follow Berlin Explorer project.